Wow, look at Andre 3000 in the background. Nice. Oh, yeah, we have Andre 3000. This is Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. And then uh, Doc Hall. Oh, hey, we're live, by the way. Hey, everybody. Jeff Cavanaugh here from 105.3 The Fan, along with my buddy Foots to King. Uh, so I was I rewatched the whole Cowboys Rams practice scrimmage situation, and so when I was done, I had a whole bunch of notes, and I was like, "What should I do now?" And I was like, "Oh, I should probably talk about it." And then Foots had tweeted me and been like, "Hey, why don't you go live and talk about it?" And I was like, "Oh, okay." And so here we are. It's Foots and I. Hey, man, this is a, this is a different uh, combination, but it's cool because I got a lot of thoughts too, and you're like a good point guard, so we could make this thing shake. What's your YouTube channel? Where do people go get you? Hit me on Twitter, uh, the name that they see, at Foots the King, and same on uh, YouTube. It's, well, YouTube is Cowboy Nation TV. There so, we go. Yeah. There yeah, we man. go. Okay, first thing that I want to talk about before I talk about any of the Cowboy players is Kenny Young, number 41 for the Rams, is a coward. Um, He's a douchebag. Yeah, there's certain names that I won't say um, out loud about another human being because it's just not nice, but I'm comfortable with the word coward. Uh, yeah. 41 for the Rams. He multiple times after a play either shoved or punched somebody and then took off sprinting the other direction. That's a cowardly maneuver, and I don't appreciate it. Okay, now we can talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> Foot, yeah, that, have- that was weak. I don't, what was that dude doing? He was a piece of trash. I don't know. Um, I, I can say it. I'll say it. Do you have a position group that you want to talk about first? Because otherwise, I would just start going through all my notes, and then you could just to correct me when I screw something up. Uh, I really like the DB play. Like, when Stafford did complete passes, it was tight windows. Trevon Diggs carried everything over. Um, and then right now, and I'm going to do a topic, so um, you guys make sure you hit up the channel. Um, shameless plug, Jeff. That's good. Maurice Kennedy, I know you're going to hit it. He listen, he's unseating somebody. It's the beautiful thing about sports is it's not how you get there, it's what you do when you're there. And the dude is a baller. And the thing is, bro, he's physical. Like it showed in a preseason game. He wants to tackle, he wants to come up. And then now on that play, that was like that was play action rollout. He came off of his guy. It's beautiful. And I believe, um, and this may just be, um, I may be racially stereotyping, but I believe he was covering Cooper Cup because it was a white guy and he kind of ran the in and out route. And so like Kennedy is blanketing that route and then has the presence of mind when they try to go behind and over his head to drop off the route, contort his body, make the pick. I do think, by the way, shout out to Trucker's Life. He's coming strong in the super chat. Trucker's Life. He kills it. He, 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 He kills it. He's the beast. Yeah, he's a beast. So, Kennedy, I'm with you. Like, Maurice Kennedy, I don't know how he doesn't make the team. And so then I just start going through the depth chart, and I'm like, okay, I have no idea how Reggie Robinson could possibly make the team. I just don't think the numbers add up because – I think C.J. Goodwin makes the team because he C.J. Goodwin, if you're a Cowboy fan, you have to understand he lives in a different bubble of cornerback. Correct. Where they have the cornerbacks and his name is listed there, but that's only because they don't have the stones to list him as special teams on the roster. They don't ever want C.J. Goodwin to play cornerback. So like, right. I think I actually think they'll keep seven if you call Goodwin a corner. Yeah, yeah. And, Unless you think Anthony Brown is going to get cut to that's save money, the, that's the so that's where I've been playing around with and just starting a conversation. I did a video yesterday. I'll be honest with you, from what I've seen out in the Sean Wright, and people want to give him the Sean Wright hell. He got beat, whatever. I don't think he really got beat. He was really in phase, and he and and Claypool, who's a good receiver, a fast player, pushed off. Nashawn Wright has actually showed me enough, and then Kelvin Joseph has just been so sticky. 
and coverage that it's almost like I don't know if there's going to be a use for Jordan Lewis and Anthony Brown, Jeff. Oh, it's a bomb. It's a bomb. It's weird, though, because like so many things go into it, right? Like Kelvin Joseph and Sean Wright are making the team because if you just picked a guy on day two of the draft, he's making your team unless he like robs a convenience store or something like he's making they're making the team. Trevon Diggs is obviously a starter. So it's like you got those three Dunsky and then I just Jordan Lewis just signed his three year deal. Just sign it. Now, I'm sure it's not a ton of guaranteed money. Maybe you could get rid of him if you wanted to, but I don't see that happening. And Anthony Brown is the one that it seems like all of Cowboy Nation is like, oh, move on from Anthony Brown and save money. And I'm sitting there like, hold on. like He hasn't had a bad camp. He's a veteran that might be a starter. And you're in the NFL. In the NFL, if I have anybody who's capable of being a starting corner, I will never cut him because I need all of them. So like in my brain at the moment, I'm going Diggs, Brown, and Lewis. Kelvin Joseph, Nashawn Wright, Maurice Kennedy, and then CJ Goodwin for special teams. I'm just going to keep all the best ones. Now, do you think they'll do that, or do you think they're going to save money somewhere? Shout out to Trucker's Light again, who's making steak with lobster mac and cheese. Good for you, Trucker's Life. Trucker's Life is really a goat. The 50 and the 10, he's, he's dropping bombs on a Sunday morning. Hey, mm-hmm. listen, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Somebody that Cowboys fans love is out. So, because Cowboys fans love Reggie Robertson, they have hope in him. He's but, out. Okay, he's out. Jeff said it. He's out. He's out. <laughs> I mean, at some point, you got to earn the spot. Here's the here's the tricky part, though, Jeff. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I want Kennedy on the field in regular season game. Like this defense is, it's 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 from scratch. Like there's no. I know we know Jordan Lewis. I know we know Anthony Brown. Dan Quinn doesn't know those players. Like, and I think that people don't understand that when it comes to new regimes, player personnel. You get it, Jeff. You understand, like, dog, these guys shouldn't be guaranteed anything to me. Yeah, and maybe, you know, maybe I I just – I think – but you could keep them all on the roster. But I do like the idea that Kennedy not only is playing well enough to – because the dude makes a pick, like, every day. That's what Kennedy does. He gets picked, like, every day. And when Jordan Lewis got banged up and he was in there running with the ones as the slot guy, like, he's playing well. So, Kennedy, we may not have thought it coming into camp, but that dude is playing to be a starter. Like, that's that's what he's doing. Now, his career arc is is strange because he sat out last year, correct, Jeff? Yeah, he, he was a COVID opt-out. Okay, COVID opt-out. Then he was on... A, a few practice squad. It was, it's, it's strange. Cause I like, he's one guy, you know, I know a bunch of these guys and you know, you, really through the draft is where you get your bearings on these players. But he's a guy that I literally know nothing about. And I'm not ashamed to say that on the live stream. <laughs> the, the thing is, it's like, he's never been a practice squad guy. Like he, he's been, a, he was in Baltimore for four years. He played out his entire first contract and okay, okay, he okay. wasn't a starter, but he played four games. He played eight games. He played seven games. He played 13 games. So he's been an NFL player his whole this career. Season. Yeah, okay, he's been a whole career. Shout out to Kose Banks in the super chat. Can Reggie play SP? If not, he is practice squad. SP. Oh, special teams. Uh, I think you have to. If you're trying to be corner number five or six or seven, like you, you have to play special teams. And I think Reggie, if he made the team, you bet your butt he'd be on the kickoff team. He'd be on. Maybe the kick return team somewhere. I don't know. But uh, 
I just I don't see how Reggie makes it. Uh, to me, the numbers don't work unless you go the Foots route, where Foots is trying to get rid of veterans. Foots is trying to fire Jordan Lewis and Anthony Brown. Then, then one of the two, one of the two, one of the yeah. Two. Then you could do. I just like so. I know it's real nitpicky, but Anthony Brown's footwork on that on the, on the corner route to to Claypool. It's just like, all right, are we getting back? I want these guys to start playing with more awareness. If you get beat, cool. But it's just like. Dude, you got to know that route's coming. It's, 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 oh, and I hate, like, this is one of the things where you don't, like, we don't know for sure unless you could talk to a coordinator. But, like, I just hate off coverage in general. When you line up five to seven yards off the ball, I just hate it. And then they run a five yard out. And what are you doing? Of course, you're doing a slow back pedal. And if it's on time and it's a good throw, you can't break up the ball no matter what because we're playing soft coverage. Get in their face, press man, all the time, or press zone, or press zone. Yeah, and see, that's what I then and so I got into this thing on Twitter where you know CD gave Jalen Ramsey a great route and people come back to me, oh, it's cover three. Yeah, cover three turns into man. It's just you start off in a bell technique and you're working to your thirds. The point is, is that like you said, when you're off, these guys are so quick, so athletic. If you get if they just raise up and throw a bubble to CD, that's a 10-yard game because he's so good after the catch. So don't give me the, he was in cover. I don't care what he was in. You know, he, it was a good play. Yeah, and I think that is one of the next things to talk about because you should probably talk about the really popular things at some point. And CD Lamb's really popular. Um, CD Lamb is a he's a freak show. Um, I was I was hesitant. Like when they drafted him, I said going into his second year he'll be the Cowboys' best receiver. But then we got here, and I was like, man, that's really disrespectful to Amari Cooper, a real life number one. But watching CD in camp is stupid. Like you can't. He's uncoverable. He's uncoverable by cowboy players. He's uncoverable by Ram players. You just you can't cover CD Lamb. Period. He's, so he's uncoverable. And I think the thing that I, I want to say the most important thing about CD Jeff is that he it's just business as usual. Like every catch, every play, he doesn't make it seem like he hasn't been there. And I think there's something to say about players like that, Jeff. Like to be honest, I think he he's one of those players that. He's wise beyond his years. He knows that he can continue to get better. Think about it. Dez has so many struggles with like route. I see a better route runner this year, which oh, is yeah. like crazy. Like it was, it was one of those things. Where like okay, super athlete. He could just out athlete people. He did it at Oklahoma, right? Now, like that was a decent route. Little post corner action. Get out your break quick. Like I'm seeing things over the middle of the field. Like and then you're hearing that all of the receivers are going to be interchangeable. That's been the report. Um, uh, Bucky Brooks actually broke that, that every receiver is going to be, well, okay, I want to see CD on the outside too. Like all of his damage was in the slot. I think that he was handicapped by that last year. And, and they're doing it now. You get to see it in camp. You see it in the practices. And I think that's the thing about CD is like he'll never be a player like Des. Like they could both catch jump balls, sure. But like CD is just so freaking smooth. Everything is easy. The quickness, the change of direction. Like he's going to be an awesome route runner. He's CD's a freak show. CD's a freak show. Okay. Next guy in the notebook, Micah Parsons. I watched him bat down a pass in the red zone seven on seven, covering Daryl Henderson and man on a Texas route. So so just start the practice. He's blanketing a Texas route, which if you don't know Texas route, it's a running back, kind of runs out of the backfield, and he runs towards the linebacker, and then they break inside on like a slant. Uh, So he broke that up. Then they're doing the third down 11-on-11 stuff, and Micah Parsons gets a sack. And so 
if you could redo the draft, like I won't change my take that I would take Rashawn Slater because I think he's a stud too that plays offensive line that's big. But seeing, he's having a good camp, by the way. Yeah, he's having a great camp. But seeing Micah Parsons that he will – because my thing about linebackers is at Penn State, Micah Parsons' job was they snap the ball and you run around and you tackle people. Run around and tackle people, linebackers, aren't that valuable in the NFL. But if you're run around and tackle people and – you can get me six to eight sacks because they're going to let you rush the passer and you can play coverage. Well, now that non-premium position becomes premium because you have a guy that can do all that. And so for me, the most encouraging thing from Micah Parsons so far is the coverage stuff because they didn't ask him to do that much at Penn State and they're throwing a lot at him in camp and he looks capable. He had a blown coverage at the end of the practice, but whatever, that's going to happen. He kind of just got lost on where his guy was and kind of guessed. But seeing that he can do more than just run around and tackle the running back, like Micah Parsons is going to be a stud. Three freaks on his team, Jeff. CeeDee Lamb, Micah Parsons, Randy Gregory. Most teams only have maybe one or two. We have three. With Now, Micah's young, so like you said, the blown covers that you alluded to, that's going to happen. But guess what, Jeff? You're not wrong in your draft evaluation because we didn't see him play football last year. So when he got drafted, I, dude, I live for the draft. You live for the draft. Like, I'm a draft nuts. Here's the thing. You saw times where if you just asked him to play just Mike, he was confused at times when they countered him a few times at Penn State. They're not just asking him to play Mike in Dallas. They have a plan. Hey, listen, the coverage on Daryl Henderson is probably the biggest takeaway that says we got one because we have Antonio Gibson and Saquon Barkley in our division. So what are the Giants going to do? Run us off and try to sneak those guys out the back door. We need a player who can turn, open his hips and run. And Michael Park, like it was, it looked, it looked flawless the way he did it. And it's one of those things is like, it has to be, it is not those are things that you can't coach because linebackers are built how they are. Jalen is built how he is. His twitch isn't the same. Michael Parsons is was born with the ability to be able to, he's born 247, but can run like that. So that to me is the biggest takeaway. He's gonna be physical, he's gonna fly, but that he can cover, that's it. Vach, I sent you an invite. I see you lurking. I see Vach Lombardi lurking in the chat. I sent you an invite. Kose Banks, I appreciate you in the super chat. Going hard. He said, I'm good with letting Anthony Brown go. I understand he could play slot and outside, but it doesn't seem like he is playing smarter. He's just not a like Anthony Brown. Like we're talking about freaks. Anthony Brown's just not a freak. Like he's a small guy yeah. that's not super twitchy. He's fast, but like he's just a he's a guy in the NFL. But in the NFL, you also got to understand how bad cornerback play is around the league. Cornerback play sucks around the NFL. Same with offensive line. So if you have a dude that can play, just keep him. Just keep him. Let Anthony hang around. And if you want to let boss man start, cool. But if you have somebody get hurt, you will want to have Anthony Brown on the team. That's a great point there, Jeff. I'm just saying, like, you would have liked to see Reggie Robinson step up a little bit more because maybe you could push Anthony Brown off a bridge. I do know that Canada is going to make this team. Like, there's nothing that shows me that he's not. Um, and, and the fact that you can use him on special teams, he's going to run down, he's going to tackle. Just the way he plays football, the way he tackles, they'll put him on special teams, but he's going to make this team. All right, going through the notebook, I watched Blake Jarwin drop a pass on third down and 11 on 11. I don't appreciate it. Jarwin better get his damn head on a swivel hey, because Sean McKeon keeps making plays. Thank you. And this is the big thing 
this is the, my big argument. You probably seen me get into it with Cowboys fans on Twitter, Jeff. People hate on me because I say that Dalton Schultz is a better football player than Jarwin. And they all go back to the Giants game. That's great. Like, and the upside is there. That's that's awesome. Like, congratulations. But give me reliable. Well, I think people got so excited after that Giants game with Jarwin that, like, I would say Jarwin is probably better after the catch than Schultz, especially if you're talking about, like, a crossing route because I feel like he's just got more juice in terms of, like, trying to outrun angles and get yards after the catch. But we do get a little carried away because Dalton Schultz had more yards and catches last year than Jarwin's ever had in a year, and it's not even close. And my other thing about the tight ends is, after that Giants game, I feel like people got really excited and people were like, oh, yeah, Blake Jarwin is a breakout player in the league. Like, you've got a great tight end. Here's what you got to know. Dalton Schultz can do the job. Blake Jarwin can do the job. Sean McKeon looks like he can do the job. None of these guys are what you would call good tight ends, like top 10 in the league. They're capable. You have guys that can do the job. You don't have a good slash great tight end. You got guys. That's what you got. Yeah, and, and, and guess what? I think the problem with Jarwin, I just don't think he's physical. Like, one thing I love about uh, Schultz is he can take a tackle, he can pop up. It's too many times I've seen Jarwin get hit, kind of lay down, out the game for a couple series. I don't know. I'm not bashing the guy. I just think that, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. I like Dalton Schultz. I think he's he's been by far a top 10 player at camp, consistent, catches everything. He can do some things in line. So that's just me. Okay, let's see. So Jarwin had a drop. That made me mad. Here's my note about how everything it looks so easy for CD because I think it was one of the things you were talking about earlier when I just watched him. They were doing the third down uh, where the first-team offense, you just say, hey, it's third down. There's the Rams' first-team defense. Here's our offense. And they threw him a basically snap the ball and throw it to CD. Yeah, and it's just effortless, up. foot in the ground, split between the two guys. Boom, you gain 10 yards. It's just every life is easy for that dude. Now. Here is the one thing that as a uh, super insider, I'm a super insider. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't know the answer to, but we can kick around a little bit. This Connor Williams lining up and taking snaps at center, it keeps happening. And Connor Williams, by the way, is the one guy on the Cowboys roster that gets disrespected entirely too much because he's not Zach Martin. But Connor Williams is the type of dude also that like, you need those dudes on your team. That is a capable starting offensive lineman. But they keep giving him snaps at center, and I'm wondering, is this contingency plan for injury, or are they having a real-life competition where the coaching staff is trying to figure out who's better, Biotish or McGovern, and they're trying to figure out who are their best five? Because that's a lot of snaps Connor Williams has been getting at center. Yeah, that – so – that's really interesting because coming into camp, Biotis is our guy, right, at center. But now you see it. Is it is it okay if something happens? Maybe it's Connor Williams. He's in there. But has does Biotis did Biotis play some guard? I don't know if that's even a thing. I, I don't know McGovern, think so. Yeah, I know McGovern. They're saying is, and he looks like he's playing better at guard. And he's strong. Um, but I'll tell you this, man, for all the flag that Connor Williams get, and I've given him a lot, it, especially like with strength, I think he did a great job against Aaron Donald yesterday. Like, I think he had some great reps on the other guys as well. And that Rams D-line, they, those aren't slouches over there. So he's he's trending up. Whatever that means, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's trending up. Yeah. 
That's the weird thing about uh, Connor Williams, because you're right, right? If you study the players, Connor Williams' weakness would be power. But right. at the same time, in a real-life game, and then again in a practice, Connor Williams handles Aaron Donald really well. Yeah, it's Aaron effing Donald and yeah. Connor will get run over by some randoms, but you line him up against Aaron Donald and he's like, oh, yeah, I got you. No problem. And I'm like, what the hell are you, Connor Williams? Like, what is happening? What, what's going on? He, he fought him like and he didn't get beat up. Like, I loved it. <laughs> my random guy that I've really liked in camp that keeps catching my eye and he did it again today. They ran a little play action boot to the right in the uh, team red zone against the Rams defense and throw it to Rico Dowdle touchdown. Rico Dowdle is an NFL player. That dude, he's going to make the team. He'll be the third running back, but like Rico Dowdle, he's a real life 53 man, 46 man active on game day. Like that's a real life player. I like the words you use juice. I see juice when he runs the ball, not the biggest, not the fastest, but he's going to hit the hole. Um, He's going to get off tackle. He's going to hit the run where it's supposed to be hit. Um, and so that's the biggest thing that I look at with running backs. Now, Zeke is at that point in his career where he can kind of dance a little bit while the hole develops. I've seen that he tries to do a little bit of that with his run style because he's been in the league for so long. Rico, you can't do that. But Rico knows, hey, I'm going to get what I can get. I'm going to get this, this tough three, this tough four. And you need guys like that on your team. If there's injury to Pollard or Zeke, I think he can come in and sneak you through a few games. Uh, so shout, like out, shout out to Trucker's Life one more time. Ten more in the super chat. Connor showed he has some dog in him. Quickly followed by Vach Lombardi saying Connor is the Brett Maher of guards. Vach, I mean, if you got takes, you you know the link is in your DMs. You can man up, or you can keep firing shots from the stands, sir. Mike Jacobs in the super. Do you think we are watching waiver wire for D tackles? I don't. No, I, no, no, the D tackles are on no. the team. The details are the one guy that I I think um, I thought he was a jobber when he came in, and you don't have again. This is going back to the tight end thing with the Cowboys. The Cowboys don't have good NFL defensive tackles, but they got a bunch of bodies that are either real life NFL rotational players or really young players that are you know heading that way. Like Carlos Watkins is better than I gave him credit for when they signed. He had a nice yeah. bull rush today, ran right down the middle of, I think, the left guard for a sack. He's better than I give him credit for. He's not a good, like, starting NFL D tackle, but he can play NFL snaps. Neville Gallimore looks good in camp. Brett Urban is here. Uh, Oso Digizua is picked in the first three rounds. Oso Remember my one. rules. That means you make the team. Like, they got bodies at D tackle. I don't think they're looking. I think they'd be more likely to look for an edge on the waiver wire than a D tackle. Oso. Osa's the one, Jeff, and just go go by committee. Like it's fine. Let some of these guys. Develop. Now I'm gonna tell you who's in trouble. And I Tristan said, this, Hill's cut. oh yeah, and Vach. Now let Vach. I bet you this will get Vach going. I told that boy, but I answer that boy. Vach is my dog. <laughs> I told that man, Vach. I'm looking in the camera. I'm talking to you. I told you when we drafted Tristan, it was a mistake. Then I told you the stuff about the coaching staff and and and, and his work ethic, and now. He's not here, whatever the case. He, it's, it's not looking good, man. It's not mm-hmm. looking good for Tristan Hill. Hey, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, Vach, doot, doot, doot has shown up. What's happening, buddy? Uh, Foot's just finished but telling Vach. you all. But Vach, but Vach. Listen, man. Me and Vach Listen, man. My son, my son, Connor Williams, can discipline his children <laughs> however he wants. If he want to slam his kids in the grass to discipline them, 
I'm, I'm all for it because it's going to make a much better. Listen, I've been trying to tell people about Connor Williams for a long time. He just not them other three cats. But Connor Williams is serviceable, and out of 68 plays, he may get one, like two of them. And he only gets whooped by like Aaron Donald or like Grady. No, Jared. not Aaron Donald. He handles Aaron Donald. <laughs> you know, you know, okay, pardon me. Like He's in by Jaron Reed. Jaron Reed or something like that. Even if you look at the 2018 playoff game, he handled Connor Williams. Joe Looney was the one that got picked up by Indominus Sue and dropped on top of Zeke, man. Y'all got to stop hating on Connor Williams, man. Um, but, you know, just in terms like, you know, like camp yesterday, man, the practice yesterday, bro, I know it's just practice. But if you compartmentalize just the small things that we was able to see, like I hope politics don't turn into candidate not getting his real shot. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I hope politics don't turn into uh, Tony and Rico not getting involved at the running back spot. I hope politics don't get involved. And in, you know what I mean? I just hope it don't get bad for us, man, because it, it, it's looking like we're going to beat the shit out of everybody, man. And that's just how I feel, man. Hey, Vosh, hey, Vosh, I said something. I said – I, I don't want candidate to make the team. I want candidate to play. Sure. You know? Start. Start, foot. Start. Because like, honestly, he, he showed me a lot, Jeff. Because honestly, man, like, like, look, Jordan Lewis, I feel like he was hurt for a little bit, and then he kind of, like, came back and did some things. But candidate legit been the best B, been the best DB at practice. The best DB. Like, he's caught, like, four – picks against our guys. Then he goes out against Matt Stafford and catches a funny looking behind him interception against Matt Stafford. So that's against the starter. Not only is against the starter, bro, but we know they want to get long. We know they want to get tall, man. So you could go short corner if you want to, but Canada's looking like big nickel guy. It should be him, boss man, fat and digs, man. Vach, are you sitting in a vehicle that's not moving with a door open? Well, I'm working. Get my, get my workout on if you don't see me glistening and all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. so, uh, hey, Vox, so, so, I went earlier. Let's get it. Hey, hey, still wet. hey, man, listen, man. You should, man. We try to be healthy, try to live a long time out here so I can be breaking down Cowboys forever. You know what I mean? I had one other thing. Oh, yeah. So check this out. I I know this is not allowed. I don't care if you can hear me, Vox. That's your fault. Yeah, you need to figure your stuff out. I'll just talk to Foots. He can hear me. Um, I know this is not allowed. You have to say that Trevon Diggs is the best and he makes all the plays. But if you watch Trevon Diggs for an entire practice, boy, it is the most action-packed, entertaining roller coaster you will see. Because, like, even in the scrimmage, Trevon Diggs had, in the red zone, down on the goal line, he had a bat down. And then later in the practice, he had another bat down. Then he had a 60-yard bomb he gave up to Deshaun Jackson. Like, watching Trevon Diggs, and I think he's headed the right direction, and he's a decent to good whatever NFL corner. But if you watch him, you're going to see plays made by him and by the receiver. It's the Trevon Diggs experience, and it's fun. Hey, but you know what, though, Jeff? You said it. It's hard to be a great corner in this league. So if we're getting like Trevon Diggs will never be a 90 on Madden, but if he could be a solid 85 through 80, what what is it, Jeff? 89? Like, I mean, whatever it good. is, it, the thing is, is that the, the ups are there, right? You want the guy that, okay, he gives up some plays, but he also makes a bunch. And I think he's just going to keep making more as he gets more confident and more used to the NFL. I think he's just going to make more. So, like, he's going to end up giving up 800 yards and four or five touchdowns, and he's going to have four picks and 17 
passes batted down. And I'm just like, okay, I'll take all of it. I take all of that. Fine. And it doesn't help that he's going against CD every day. So he keeps getting scored on. That's not his fault. That's CD's fault. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, the freak thing, CD's a freak. Diggs is not. So it's just, he's limited. Not saying he's a bad player. He's not, he's going to win with technique. He's going to be feisty. He's going to tackle, but he's, he's limited. Right. Jeff? But you know, CD is not. CD can run. He can catch. He's fast. You know? Yeah, Diggs is a good, smart player, but he's not a freak show. Foots, I think Foots just got grounded. I think Foots just got grounded. Oh, no, no, no. My dad's uh, he's grilling some food. No, 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 no. Oh, he's so like, he said, can you get the hell out of the way so I can flip these burgers, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I love how Vach is Foots today. Vach oh, yeah. He's in. Hey, look, I've been on my best. I've been, I've been locked in, man. You know? <laughs> Vach, Vach lost connection, couldn't hear, and then was in the car. Vach went full foots today, and it was glorious. Uh, I don't have any. I don't have anything else. So if you got anything else you want to talk about, that's great. If not, I'm just going to hit the button. Oh, hold on, we got a super chat from Dill. I got five on Diggs locking up Evans and getting a pick on Tom in the second half of the first game. Screenshot this. It was written. I tell you what, that's the kind of guy you want Diggs to cover. You want Diggs oh, to cover yeah. the big, not like Evans is fast. Evans is not twitchy. Like Trevon Diggs, I think, is good against both Tampa Bay receivers, really. I don't want him covering Antonio Brown type, but yeah. you put him on Godwin or Evans, dudes where it's gonna be a fist fight, you want Trevon Diggs there. Oh, he'll he'll win a fist fight. He, he ain't backing out from nothing. I just want to say, Jeff, man, thanks for having me on real quick, Jeff. Um, I like the way Gilbert looked yesterday. He looked good. Um, yeah, I, I I I was I was looking for him. Okay, it's time for you to push the ball down the field a little bit. It's time for you to take some shots. He hits CD on the post. I love his um, his fade game. Like he can throw the fade. So if anything does happen, he's. I feel like he can get you through a game or two. And he's starting to grow a little bit. These flies are killing me, Jeff. So, but anyway, yeah. I love the way I love the way that Gilbert played yesterday. I really, really do. Yeah, he was ripping it. And Gallup scored a couple times. CD scored a couple times. Dowdle scored. Like they scored a bunch of damn touchdowns when they did the red zone work. Shout out to Formula swinging through for the pool fund in the super chat. That's my guy, Formula. I appreciate you. Um, Man, it's lit, Jeff. 720, 770 watching. Wow. Is that good? Hi, everybody. Oh, yeah. You're good, uh, dude. Well, he said, did, did Jeff have any concern for Dak's shoulder? Not yet, but I tell you what, it's creeping up. McCarthy, <laughs> McCarthy screwed this whole damn thing up by saying two to three days. That's who screwed this up. Just say his shoulder slash back is sore, and we're going to give him – it doesn't matter for 30-something days, so we don't give a crap. He's going to take off a week or two. But I know Dak's plan was to play in the Houston game. That was his plan. So if that doesn't happen, and if I don't see him throwing a football at all this week, yeah, I get concerned when my quarterback's throwing arm hurts. Yeah, I get a little concerned. Yeah, I don't know why McCarthy put a timetable on it if he didn't know. Um, I think if Dak had to play a game, if Dak had to play a game, he would play the game, Jeff. They're being overly cautious. I get it. Long they got season. needles for this stuff, Foots. They got needles for this. Yeah. Shoot them up, man. Shoot as long up. as it's not a torn rotator cuff, because I got a quarter zone in there, and it did not help enough. So oh just God. don't let it be that, okay? <laughs> Alarcone, by the way, yes, Alarcone is actually the offensive lineman that I thought surprisingly, because he's like the exempt roster spot international pathway guy. I assumed like maybe um, like never going to be good enough for the NFL. Dude's making progress. Oh, yeah. he's look, he looked good in the one-on-ones yesterday. He's He's making some progress. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm done. Foots, I appreciate you. You're a beast. Hit me up on Twitter, guys. I'm going to put my Twitter in the uh... – 
in a joint. Um, thank you, Jeff. I'm gonna steal some of your followers if you don't mind, Jeff. Yeah, I wish you would. Yeah, it's a collaborative effort. Gang, gang. Justin Newman said, I appreciate y'all's work and hit us with the super chat. Thank you. Did you know Kennedy before camp? I knew him, but I didn't know that he was good and he looks good. All right. It's over. I appreciate everybody. Oh, by the way, I think I still got the promo code on Underdog Fantasy. Use Jeff C. If you like the best ball stuff, try to win a million dollars, whatever. Use the code Jeff C. When you sign up, you get 25 extra bucks at uh, Underdog Fantasy. Get the app or go to the website, whatever. Remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through. So be cool to everybody. I messed up the word through. You have no idea what anybody's going through. That's it, Jeff. Be cool to everybody. I love you. Bye.